Hello, friends. Welcome to The Chrysalis Train. I am your host, Anthony, and our destination is personal development and clarity. Ding! That is the final bell that tolls on this uh, journey at the last stop of The Chrysalis Train. Ah, 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 ah. I'm laughing weirdly and dramatically. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. Oh, This is our last stop on this chrysalis train. The thing with self-awareness is knowing when it's time to pump the brakes. And all this podcast has been about is learning different aspects of self-awareness and learning about the self, learning about the ego, unlearning, relearning, where you stand with certain groups of people, where you stand with yourself, relationships alcoholism, sobriety, we've talked about all of these things. And you know what? That's only a little bit. There's so much more about self-awareness that we can't be aware of it all, all the time. And it's also important to note where one's energy is. And it's important to note when it's time to stop this one thing and move on to the next. And it's been a minute since I've posted new episodes. And for the time being, I was telling myself that I would get back to it. Telling myself that this is truly what I wanted to do. This is truly how I want to engage. And I want to share my knowledge and learn from others as well about self-awareness. But then I realized it's been a long ass time since I've posted a, I was about to say a video, (laughs) since I've posted a podcast. But there really is no valid reason for why I have not, other than the fact that my energy just isn't there anymore. I still love podcasting, huge passion of mine, but this particular topic, it's run its course, at least for me. And it's also because I know that there's a lot of things I still need to learn about myself and about self-awareness as a whole, and Yes, I do have knowledge. I do have the intelligence to back up what I talk about in this podcast. But I also want to allow myself time to live my life, time to learn more and enrich myself with more. And maybe down the road, I will come back to this podcast again, maybe with either brand new episodes or with a whole new revamped podcast. Who the F knows? But I do know that it's time for me to move on to the next thing. I am going to have new podcasts coming. I am still existing. <laughs> I am still crazy and goofy and weird and wacky and concerning as hell, y'all. That ain't gonna change anytime soon. Well, the concerning part, I guess I could change that. But, you know, that's another thing perception. We're going to send this last, we're going to send, we're going to spend this last stop on the chrysalis train talking a little bit about perception. I think that's a good note to end this podcast on. You know, we all perceive things differently. We all receive feedback differently. We experience the world through our own unique lenses, our own behaviors, our own experiences. And sometimes that impacts how we perceive others. And more importantly, what I'm going to speak of in this episode is how others perceive us. That's not something that we can control. 
We cannot control how others view us, how others listen to us. We can try our best to control the narrative with maybe how we dress or what foods we choose to eat in front of other people or what music we play around people or the way that we might wear our hair, the words we might consciously use, the body language we display around people. These are all things that on some level are conscious decisions to impact the way that people perceive you. Sometimes it's intentional and we do it on purpose with the motivation and intention of being seen in a certain way so we can be accepted. And sometimes it is subconscious and we don't often realize that this is exactly what we're doing. And there are moments where we just genuinely don't even care. We're just living our own authentic life. This is me. This is how I am. And you will see me as you see me. What the fuck ever. Bye, Felicia. That's it. But it's important to scan yourself and ask yourself, is this really how I am or am I trying on some way to control the narrative and control how I am seen and how I am received? And that's a hard thing to ask yourself. And even if you do recognize that you are controlling the narrative, it can be a hard thing to accept that you're doing it and it can be a hard thing to undo, to stop doing. We as humans, we love control. We fear what's out of our hands and control gives us a sense of power and, what's the word I'm looking for? Not accountability, not authorship. Oh my God, y'all, what are words? Autonomy. The sense of control gives us the sense of autonomy over our lives. I am the author of this story, which includes how people will receive me, which makes me feel secure. That's understandable. I've done it so many times in my past. And to this day, sometimes I still very much do that. And, you know, sometimes I catch it. Sometimes I don't. But sometimes I am very much in the, this is just me, think of me as you will, I can't control that energy. It's important to just note that, to understand when and how to note that. And everyone's journey is different, that's not something I can coach you in personally. I only know what works for myself in that regard. And it's also important to note that, you know, I saw this one post on Instagram, literally just before I recorded this episode, and... It said something along the lines of how knowing when to not dwell on perception, on others' perception of you, I mean, can be the most loving kind of self-love you can do for yourself in regards to your boundaries. I am not quoting this accurately at all. I am not even slightly. But it is important to have that in mind. You know, sometimes someone else's perception of you, it might be accurate. And it can be a much needed, albeit hard to hear, reality check. Because you know what? We don't always know ourselves. We don't always see ourselves. We are biased in that regard. We only have that one point of view, our own. 
And therefore, we don't always get the big picture of our own patterns, of our own toxic behaviors, our own energies all the time. We don't always recognize ourselves in the moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a fact. It is what it is. We can convince ourselves that we're of a certain way. We can convince ourselves that we're doing the right thing. But you know what? Maybe sometimes we're not. And sometimes it does take that external human who is not in our being pointing it out to us how our behavior comes off or what we're actually doing, what we're actually saying, and we might not realize at all. And in those regards, what I personally try to say, how I personally try to approach it. Thank you. I had no idea that I was saying or doing that and or that I was coming off in that way through my words and or actions. I hear you. I will take this to heart. I will work on it. Thank you. And then move on. You've heard it. You've taken it to heart. You've held yourself accountable. And now all you can do is move forward. Sure, you'll feel how you feel about this revelation. And there might even be a mourning period for yourself, so to speak. A mourning period for the version of you that you thought you were, or that you thought you were displaying, and letting that side of yourself go to rest, and then pick yourself up, move on, and try again without dwelling on it. Or there's cases where someone's perception of you might just be inaccurate as fuck. And they might mean well, but maybe they're coming it, maybe they're coming it, maybe they're approaching their perception from their own bias meaning they have their own life experiences, they have their own traumas, they have their own baggage, they have their own communication style, and all of that is totally valid, but it's totally different than what you're doing and what you're saying, than your being, than you. And through their bias, though well-intentioned, they might totally misinterpret their perception of you from the get-go, and they might try to talk to you about it, they might try to address it, in which case, how I personally try to respond. I appreciate your feedback and or I appreciate your concern and I hear what you're saying, but this is not applicable to my current circumstances and therefore I would like to not discuss this anymore. And then move on. By addressing it in that way, I acknowledge that I do hear what they're saying and I do receive it, and I understand where they're coming from. But then from there, I note that while I do hear and understand, it actually is not in relation to what I'm currently experiencing or what I'm currently saying. And therefore, maybe we should just drop it for now, maybe come back to it later, maybe not, but because this isn't accurate, let's not dwell on it. Now, from there, maybe you could elaborate and clarify where you're coming from if you choose. That is a case-by-case thing. I will speak to myself in this regard. I try... I blah, blah, getting ahead of myself. I used to be a classic over-explainer. And that was due to 
my own traumas and my own insecurities. I felt that if I didn't overexplain everything, people would villainize me immensely. But it only just added to the baggage. And it only added to the conflict by belaboring it. So now I try to pick and choose when, where, and how to explain myself. Sometimes all I can say is, this isn't accurate. And leave it at that and move on. And the other party might want to discuss it further. And from there, it's also case by case. Maybe I'll entertain them in that regard, or maybe I just don't have the energy for more discussion and I will have to enforce my boundary of, I heard you, I understand you, but I cannot talk about this anymore. I am walking away. And that's that. But there are some moments where I do hear you, I understand you, but this actually isn't the case. Let me explain why. And then I will hopefully briefly explain my side. I say hopefully because I'm a bit of a rambling Nancy. That's a big reason for why I try to really, really, really pick and choose when I explain my side because I don't shut the fuck up. So I try to recognize when it will be helpful for me to explain my side. If it won't be, then Chatty Nancy gonna come back another day and she gonna walk away. But if Chatty Nancy does need to come out in a way that's mindful and respectful, then I will explain why I said what I said, why I'm doing what I'm doing, and why it's necessary for me in my own journey. And then, after I've explained myself, I can do nothing further. I can apologize, and I will apologize, if there is something I have said or done that has caused hurt, because that's never my intention. But I will leave it at that. And then the final approach that I try to take in these situations, whether or not the perception of me is accurate or not, sometimes all I can do, depending on the situation, is just nod silently, just take it, sit on it. No, I don't like the word sit on it. Just meditate on it. Rephrasing, 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 rephrasing. Sometimes in certain situations, when someone is expressing their perception of me to me, and they're explaining to me how my words and actions and behaviors come off, how they're interpreting it, I will just stand there, I will silently nod, I'll take it in, and all the while I will meditate on it. And then I will thank them for letting me know, then I'll just leave it at that, walk away, give myself some time and space to really think on it. And I'll file it away in the cabinets of my mind, and I'll just sit and meditate on it for a little bit. Maybe, and through the meditation, maybe it actually is accurate. And I realize, oh, okay, there is some truth to what they said. I recognize that. Okay. Or I'll meditate on it and it'll be, you know what? This doesn't feel like it applies to me at all. And then just walk away. I'm not walk away, I've said that already. And then just move on. And in those cases, I recognize that between their energy and my energy, a whole last conversation isn't needed here. All that's needed is for them to be listened to 
and for me to think on in my own time and space and then adjust my own behaviors if that is needed. If I genuinely think that is needed. If not, then I won't. The thing with other people's perception is you can't control it. Even if you try to control it, they might see you're trying to control it, and that can only add to their perception of you. So what I try to practice is let them think what they think, let them perceive how they perceive, and I will listen if they choose to address it, or I will observe if they don't address it, but they behave a certain way around me based on their perceptions. I will just observe and take note. And if a conversation needs to be had in regards to, hey, I hear and or see how you're reacting to me, how you're perceiving me, let's talk about that. And then have the conversation of if their perception of me is accurate or not. Or I will give them space to just express their side and I will mindfully listen and remain silent and just take it in. Or... I will just let it be. I will do nothing. It really depends on the person and it depends on my own intention and my own energy and my own mood and my baggage. The thing with perception is, even if they're coming at it from their own bias, they don't know who you are in totality because they have not lived your life. They do not have your baggage. If you have trauma, it's your trauma, not theirs. They don't have your communication style. They don't have your fashion style, your diet, your cuisine, your religious, spiritual, or atheist beliefs. They are not you. They might see aspects of you, but they are not you. So it's important to take that into account and relieve yourself of the unnecessary stress of the optics. Sometimes the optics are super important to consider and super important to respect, absolutely, but not all the time. Sometimes the best thing that I have done for myself is let it be. They perceive me as they perceive me. I cannot change that, even if I explain my side. Sometimes I can be clear and perfectly communicate and clarify my side, but their perception of me remains unchanged. I cannot control that. Perception's a gamble. Through perception, friends can be made, friends can be lost. Same with lovers, same with professional connections, any relationship. And through that understanding, I try to just let it be what it will be, assert what I need to assert only when I need to assert it, set boundaries as I need to, and show myself compassion all the way along. Life is about learning for me, for them, for everything that breathes and has atomic mass. And on that note, the chrysalis train is on its final stop. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I've learned a lot just by sharing things out loud with all of you, the people who I've interviewed and discussed things with. I've gained so many valuable insights and I hope you have as well. And you know, that's another thing about perception before we wrap this up. 
I'm no professional. I am just a human who has had experiences. And through those experiences, I have gained insights into things that I share with all of you who want to listen. And that being said, I understand that you might prefer listening to someone who might have a little bit less of an eccentric approach to things. Or you might rather listen to someone who has all the degrees. Or maybe you like listening to someone who is a bit more street level like me, but might communicate with a different vernacular. That's totally fine. That's all totally, totally fine. My job here is to speak to those who want to listen. And that's it. That's it. We are at our last stop. And now y'all get out into the world. See yourselves. See others. Live. Laugh. Love. Have sex. Eat great food. Wear weird clothes. Wear normal clothes. Eat boring food. Be virgins. Do what works for you. And that's fucking it. This is not the end of Anthony Starlight. You will see me in future podcasts coming next week. Uh, I am always literally the worst at ending podcast episodes. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining on this journey. See ya on the other side. Bye-bye.